Welcome to Keiko Talks, the weekly podcast where conversations about life, hot topics, mental health, and more take center stage. We are your hosts, Caitlin and Courtney Geiger. Together, we explore thought-provoking discussions with an ambient vibe that inspires open and honest dialogue. So sit back, relax, and join us for some insightful conversation that will leave you feeling informed and inspired. Welcome back to another episode of Keiko Talks. Tonight, we are talking about roommate horror stories. Um, But before we get into the episode, we have a special guest. Um, So welcome, Karian, to the podcast, everyone. Karian, please do us the honor and introduce yourself. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I'm really grateful and I'm a big fan. So (laughs) thanks for watching. So sweet. (laughs) Thank you. We're going to make us blush. Yeah. So my name is Karian and pretty much it okay you don't want to share anything else about yourself um you got an instagram no <laughs> yes carrie that's the way to be yeah. goals um, yeah you can find me anywhere at carrie and thomas but uh i'm just there to reserve my name got it okay got that it. is interesting <laughs> okay you don't want to like shout yourself out with your you don't uh, want to share your artistry or anything yeah mm-hmm. um yeah sometimes i post music okay. i have a soundcloud um and you can find me on there at carrie and thomas okay yeah well you guys go check it out if you're listening mm-hmm. it's great Okay, so we're gonna we get plug all the time, Kieran. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're asking people. Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing, this girl. isn't like a non-self plug. Definitely self this plug. Is plug. <laughs> this is where you plug yourself, one hundred percent. Yes. Thanks. Well, okay, so we're, today we're talking about roommates, and Karen gave me a little glimpse of like a nightmare that she had. Well, not necessarily a nightmare, but I was I was shook, shook. Mm-hmm. So I think that it was interesting to bring her onto the podcast to share her story um, about her roommate. So who wants to take us off on sharing their roommate experience? I think we should define roommate first because some people have okay. some like, I was a roommate, but it, really, it wasn't that. It was like something. I think when I say roommate, I'm thinking somebody I have a non-romantic or like any kind of relationship with mm-hmm. and that we are splitting the bills or we are in a dorm situation where we both have a common interest. Like we're either in school or we are like living life together, you know? Got it. Or yeah. you're sharing okay. space, basically. Mm-hmm. Sharing Just space, wanted to find it because like, some people, I think people get murky about what a roommate really you think so? can be. Well, because mm-hmm. then like some relationships can be roommates. True. Okay. And I yeah, think that's, that's different because different emotions, that's like part of the backstory you got to know. It's like, were you True. romantically involved? Because maybe that's why he's slashing the tires. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's true. That is Some true. people like to leave that out. They're like, my roommate was in eh. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay, but you were also that's a key, cheating. That's a key detail. So, exactly. Like, that's valid. That's true. Okay, that's, yeah, I give you that. Because I was like, how do you really get that messed up? But now that you say that, that's fair. That's fair. People, you know, they have, you know, relationships. They don't always put labels on things. So I just like to define it. So people got know. it. Okay. Well, now that we know what roommates are, who wants to take yes. us off? My roommate stories are just not as interesting, to be fair. So they're not. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll start with mine. So my very first roommate experience was in college, and it was my first year. So you know how like they tell you your roommate person online on your little like portal or whatever. So they tell me I have one roommate. Um, let's call her Bethany. And um, I was excited to room with Bethany. Me and Courtney met up with this girl, and. Blast, 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 hit it off. Then we see online one day that we have another roommate assigned named Sasha. And Sasha was just like, just unmanageable, like unworkable, just unnecessary. And I was just like, you are the third roommate. You just got added on. So stay in a third roommate spot. Like, why are you acting like this? And she just was like demanding orders from day, from day one. We knew about her. So, um, this roommate ended up, this roommate ended up being just a freaking disaster. Like she, one time she like came drunk back to our dorm or whatever. And apparently she had just broken up with her boyfriend or whatever. So the um, boyfriend, I guess, saw her at a party that she went to. Mind you, we're going to a Christian school. So partying is not really a thing. Like you have to go to another campus in order to do that. So she comes back or whatever. She's like drunk. And next thing I know, the cops are like banging on our door. 
the cops. Mm-hmm. Like the cop, ha- first of all, has to get access into the dorm. It's already locked at this point. So how do they get in here? <laughs> how do they get in here? And they're looking for her and they're like, we don't make sure you're not killing yourself. And we're like, I'm like, killing yourself? It's three o'clock at night. Like, why are we killing ourselves? Like she's in bed, like she's asleep. But she was so fucking drunk. She couldn't even get up. So I um, like cut on the light and I was like, they're here for you. Like you need to get the door. And she just like hid. And I was like, they're here for you, like tapping on her, like you need to get up. And she just got up, opened the door, like in her bed. And she's like, what do you want? And I was like, <laughs> baby, they're making sure you're not dead. Like, they're making sure you're not dead, ma'am. But ugh, I'm talking like everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong with this roommate. Um, she even like had her cycle on one time and like left up like a puddle of blood just on the floor, like just on the floor in front of the toilet. And I was just like, well, it was either in front of the toilet or in front of the sink. I can't remember. But they were like, they were like right by each other. Like sink was in front of the, the like toilet. Bright and it was like red, a like fresh. Like red, bright red. Mm-mm. And so happen? that's why I'm like, what is going on here? Like, but I was just like, this is disgusting. Like she was disgusting. She was also like a slob. She would not clean up after herself. She would like just leave things everywhere. Like her clothes would be on like our side of the dorm. Like she lived by the door and then we lived in like the back of the dorm. So like, why are your clothes over here? I I don't get it. But yeah, no, she was just a complete slob. She ended up moving off campus early and like lived with her boyfriend at the time or whatever. Never came back. And I was ecstatic about it until move out day. So I had the dorm to myself because the other roommate was having issues with her too. She ended up moving out at like um, the second semester. So in spring and um, yeah. Did she ever apologize to y'all? Never. I never talked to her again once she moved out, like, in the middle of the semester. That's always the case. The worst ones always just go on about their life. I was okay with it. I was like, as long as she doesn't bother me, I am okay. (laughs) No, I hear that. Some people that's just like, I never, ever want to see you ever again in my life. You know, the thing is, I saw her in Charleston with, um, with, I think I had, I, I don't know if I had Declan or if I had Gray and Coda, but um, I saw her and she was pregnant. I was like, that poor baby. That <laughs> poor fucking baby. <laughs> uh, she was pregnant with a guy, with one of the guys, because she had several little guys um, that she was like messing with at the time. But I remember like she used to always like bring them by the dorm. Mind you, we weren't supposed to have men in the dorm, which I don't know how our RAs didn't catch that, but it was just a mess. Terrible roommate. And then, okay, so I moved off campus. Oh, no, 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 no. I had to back up. So I had another roommate, and I think that was... Is this when you were in the hotel? No, this is after... The hotel was... I was living large, babes, okay? I was living large. That was good. That was good days. They also that had a cleaner coming in. to move in. I remember that. Day. I was like, no, they didn't just store these kids in a hotel. <laughs> you lived in a hotel? You lived in a hotel for how long? on campus. For, I think it was just a semester. Okay, wow, that's But yeah, crazy. they ran out of dorms. And so we got thrown into a hotel. Oh, that's I was excited. That's really cool. Because they had a cleaner come and clean us after us, like every week. We didn't have to clean the shower, which I Do y'all I mean, get free I, breakfast? I don't think we were supposed to, but we definitely slid down. <laughs> we definitely went down. Yeah. We definitely did. But um yeah, the hotel was the best experience living on campus. Everything else was not that great. So um after I moved out of the hotel into a dorm. The spring semester, the roommate, well, one of the roommates was just a complete slob. Like, she was really sweet, loved her, but she was just a slob. Like, she was gross. Um, She didn't clean up after herself. Like, she would leave food wrappers everywhere. We would have bugs in there. Like, Mm -hmm. she would have, like, a garbage trash bin thingy, like a huge trash bag, if you will, Um, just full of trash from, like, weeks and weeks and weeks. And it, like, always smell um, her car was the same because we had rode somewhere with her one time um, and her friends were essentially the same. Um, and then also in that dorm, the bathroom started growing black mold and we could not get rid of it. So I was just like, that's when I had my last draw and I was like, I'm moving off campus. I decided to move off campus. I met some other roommates years down the road. We lived there for three years, I think. Me and that roommate had a falling out because I decided to move because they were not paying their bills. I had to cover all the bills because the bills were in my name. And she was mad that I didn't give her notice. When I did give her notice, um, I gave her notice in the summer before that semester even started because I had, um, I had, there was some extra bill that I had to pay with like school and everything. And I just couldn't afford it if I didn't move off campus or move again. 
And I also was having to look for a new car because my car kept going in the shop. I couldn't afford that either. So I was like, I have to move off campus. And she was like, no, I want to stay here. And I was like, well, I can stay for an additional you know, semester until the semester's up. And then I'm going to be looking for a place to stay. She didn't want to hear it. And I would text her and like tell her like, hey, I'm moving out so and so and so. She would never reply. And then when I moved out, she was all shocked and sad and <laughs> starstruck by the whole thing because she was apparently blindsided that I moved out and didn't tell her. But you have to respond, you know, you have to look at the messages. So, yeah, that's my roommate experience for the most part. That that's level two roommate. That's really level one compared. compared. I think Karen should go next because Karen is not as bad as yours, unfortunately. You think so? Uh, not as bad. Can I share my, like, my not so bad stories first? So sure, we can get sure, not sure. so bad stories. Yeah, okay, actually, so- I do have a kind of bad one too. So we'll, we can come back. Yeah, I'm going to share my not-so-bad stories first so we can get all the, like, all right, level up. So, okay, okay, my first-year roommate, the the roommate I actually lived with in college, we shared um, a dorm together. Wonderful. Is this the one that shares the same name as you? Uh, Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking my first-year roommate. Oh, okay. My my first-year roommate. Very sweet. Very nice. We still follow each other on the internet and everything. Um, that solidifies the friendship <laughs> well no i mean it does like she keeps up with me i keep up with her okay. and and one of her um her boyfriend was one of the stars of my web series in college. oh yeah precious love him yes. too i, don't know I him, was like cute. yes and she also made an appearance in my web series so we have always supported really? each other through the years yes got it okay love to see it and she also would do like dance she did dance and i was in the theater department so i'd always like we always were connected Mm-hmm. Anyways, my first year roommate, love her. The first year is always deceiving, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I looked up and got a really. We just gelled very well and had very similar like ethical kind of you know yeah ways we fair. carry ourselves and we were both very like clean about things. But what really was the issue was directly across the hall was the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was gross. Now. When I tell you I had, and to this day, still have never seen a, a bathroom more disgusting than the bathroom, the shared hall bathroom that we had in college. I'm I'm so serious. That was the nastiest bathroom that we, an entire hall of, or half of the hall of women had to use. But to and, be fair, at, at not an excuse, but to justify, right? They mm-hmm. had different cultural um they did but believes. i was i believe that we all need to come to an international <laughs> we need to all go to the united nations of how to clean a bathroom okay and um come up with some rules and regulations on how to proper how we all are going to conduct ourselves in a bathroom you know the thing is what i really wonder is why did wake even should i say the name of the school yeah yeah of course Wake Forest. Okay. So I, what I want to know is why they even made those holes in the ground in the first place. Like, I guess they're trying to be culturally sensitive, but I don't understand why that was even a thing. Like if you want, I hate to say appropriate, but to follow the norms of America, then why would you make that? They had squatter toilets? Yeah. Oh, wow. But they were, it was um, an, an no, they Asian. No, didn't, they didn't have squatter toilets. We had normal but they toilets. they were using it. They were, they were using, using it as, as if they were squatter toilets. Mm. So, so we there would, would have be feces. There would everywhere. be literal human feces like on the toilet seats and like period blood on the toilet seats and tampons hanging out of like dripping red tampons hanging out of the little container it's nasty (laughs) sorry but that stuff we could not use the we could use the stalls because every time you try to go to the bathroom you're like it's actually just like somebody's feces sitting there like on the toilet (sighs) Yeah, I never experienced that. And then, like, we would have hair on the toy. Uh, we would have a big clump of hair, like a rat-sized clump of hair in the like, <laughs> in the on the um, drama. <laughs> no, it, I'm serious. Yeah. It was huge. It was clumps of hair, like so that that wouldn't go down the drain, and so they just left it there, that so is, nobody could use it. And the thing is, the entire hall the amount of money our thing was just wild. And, and to that's me. what I said too. I was like, the amount of money this cost, and so we all. The thing is. And it's, I understand the cultural differences, but then we all become subject to another person's culture instead of negotiating yeah. how we all are going to keep our bathroom sanitary. Not to mention, we did have a cleaning lady, and it's not her responsibility to clean up human feces. 
She's supposed True. to come in and wipe down the counters at bed. Like we're supposed to keep it really clean, right? She's supposed to wipe down the counters, replace the toilet paper. She, she's uh-huh. supposed to have a very easy job because we are the the people who use this regularly. We're adults, right? She mm-hmm. she really is not supposed to be even like you know. She does the sanitation work because we just don't have the we didn't have the cleaning supplies, right? Mm-hmm. So I get that. But the thing is, she was having to go in and clean up. Like, she didn't even want to come in our bathroom because it was so nasty. She was having to go in and clean up human poop off the toilet. Honestly, I wouldn't go in there either. And she stopped not going in there. And that's why it got so bad. And that's why I started saying something. Because the girl on the, the our RA on the hall wouldn't say anything to anybody. Mm, I, and looking back, I probably could have gotten kicked out. If they would have seen that as a racial thing, I probably could have gotten kicked out of school. But I was over it. I was like, we I'm not about to come here every day and I can't use the bathroom that has basically entitled me here as a student, right? Very We're true. not we all cannot use this bathroom because it's so disgusting. And it's because nobody will say anything to it to them. And these these, you know, young ladies are going in and the bathroom would be spotless one one hour and the next hour is disgusting i'm like y'all are <laughs> going in there <laughs> well, okay hour? like half a day literally the lady will come in and clean up in the morning and i'm ki- i'm not kidding you sometimes by the night time it would be disgusting Mm-mm. and i'm like really y'all it, it felt like they were purposely going in there messing it up i was like how do you do this much damage in five hours don't you have class <laughs> I had gotten fed up one day and I was like, it, normally I don't, it takes a lot for me to get fed up, but I, it had to be bad for me to get fed up. I was like, I'm going to say something because nobody else is going to say it, you know? Yeah. So that was the worst. That was the Did worst. Did you say anything, story. change anything? They, we had a hall meeting and I didn't open my mouth during a hall meeting. I put everything I had to say on the walls and the, <laughs> um, on papers in the walls. And it was snarky and sarcastic because you know my like sense of humor yeah, is not like every the nicest. You had. And, <laughs> and I and I I regret somewhat of my tone in it, but I don't regret what I said at all because it was yeah, nasty. Yeah, it is like the living conditions were definitely questionable. So and they didn't I mean, really even start living? cleaning up after that, to be honest. They really did. They like yeah, halfway cleaned up, but they like wouldn't clean up at all. And I was like, I don't. I don't. I mean, maybe it was a language barrier or a cultural barrier, but I'm like, there's no way you looked at a toilet and you know our toilet and then thought, hmm, my feces should go right on the back of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Know. It's probably like I don't have to clean this up, so it's not a concern to me. You know? Yes, but and that's an elitist, problematic ideology too, right? Very that's true. just as wrong. Yeah, that's not, not fair to the cleaner. Because if I was a it cleaner, wasn't. I would be like, I quit. I'm not going to hold you. That her, is disgusting. And that was another thing that pissed me off. It's like, it's not her responsibility to clean up our yeah. that level of mess. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not. Because so. then she's also putting herself at risk, too. That's germs. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, mm, I had had enough. Don't be me. So, yes. Well, I'm that glad that situation roommate. ended cr- well, yeah, I guess. So yes. And yeah, my second year roommate, um, this was, this was somebody who just, I don't, I don't know if she lacked personal boundaries so much as she just, she had this kind of irreverent attitude to things. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because she was an only child and didn't understand how to like live with somebody else. So like the biggest issue we had was I had, I had told her, you know, early on, like, I would appreciate if you did not bring, if I... It, you can bring your boyfriend over here. I don't care, but I'm sleeping in my bed, so it would. It's very awkward to have you and him sleeping in your bed, and then me being there. Like that's mm-hmm. awkward to me, you know. Especially since I have to change in this room. I have like all my things are in this room. All these things, right? And so one day I come in and I'm asleep. I didn't even know that the dude had came in the room, which is like weird. That's just weird to me. I don't know if that's weird to anybody else, but he, he, and then they were asleep. I woke up the next morning and it's like her and him in the room. And I'm like, um, this was definitely part of the roommate contract. So we had a pretty big falling out after that. <laughs> and, um, and, and then it just got like petty after that. Like one time I found her, she stole, she took my glasses. I had, I was wearing fake glasses at the time. Cause that was like the cool thing to do, you know, like wear fake glasses. And so, um, <laughs> she had I saw her I was in like I saw her out on campus 
And she had my glasses on. I was like, hold on now, because I did not tell you that you could use my <laughs> glasses. <laughs> you know, you just show up somewhere and then somebody has your outfit. And I'm like, you. you know that yes. you own on. Yes. And I'm like, and I, I was like, I was going back to my mind, like, did I tell you you can wear those? Did I say something to you this That's morning? Hilarious. And then I realized, no, she had just taken it off of my desk. Like my the side of the audacity. room. Now to taking a fake glasses. Exactly. And then that makes hmm. me question, are you just stealing other things? That's really what was bothering me. Like, are you just taking my other Exactly. Mm. So I was like, no, she we just had some like she didn't understand how to like live with peop with other people. So that was That's my fair. second year roommate. Mm-hmm. Um and then my third year roommate, boyfriend again. I ha- obviously have an issue with the boyfriend. Really? Wait, which one? Okay, give me the initial. See her name. Her, my name. We have the same name. It's my oh, third year. Oh, okay. Wait, okay. Wait, you had those issues with O? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't even have boyfriend issues with O either. Yeah, that was a big falling out we had. I thought it was the smoking that was the problem. No, that was somebody else in the dorm was smoking. Oh, okay, okay. Oh well, you know what? You reminded me. Yeah, I did have a problem with her smoking too. Actually, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. And the only reason why I went I, to a good old wholesome school, Christian school. Honestly, some of the people I, I wish they were a little more wholesome. And like I realized, like, they I were thotting and bobbing just like the rest of them, please. Oh, they definitely were. Oh. Like I realize I'll get like, clarity to the thotting. people and say, like, you know, I I'm much more of a reserved person. I get that. But we always stated up front, like, this is what I'm comfortable with, this is what I'm not comfortable with. And we agreed upon it. And they make you sign roommate agreements and stuff every year at Wake. We would always have to sign. I mean, that's a piece of paper. You get a little. I know it's a piece of paper, but I'm saying like usually it's like okay, just respect this this one thing, and they always just cross that one thing, and you're like, well, now we got to fight. You know, like (laughs) everybody is their fault. Well, I mean, I think I I will admit I think my communication could have been better, Uh but. Yeah, no, you were very good with like the petty letters. You love the to petty letters. letters. Yeah, mm-hmm. Which I, now looking back, that's not at all how I would communicate. I wouldn't do that at all. But it was funny. It was funny at the time, and like I was like, if somebody's gonna, if <laughs> I'm gonna have to have suffer, a letter, you should read it if you have it. No, I don't. I think I deleted it or something because they tried okay. to get me to go to like roommate counseling, and I didn't show up to it. <laughs> so I was like, the other day they would do that with um, Sasha. I would have been like. For what? Exactly. That's, and for what? I was like, I'm not sure. I'm not showing up for that. But okay, so on to my third year roommate who has the same name as me. She had made it clear early on that she wanted to have her boyfriend come sleep over, and that whenever her boyfriend came to sleep over, I should sleep on a couch. And initially, I agreed <laughs> to that. Yeah. So I agreed to that, and I I think I agreed to it just to be like we were all moving in, and I was just kind of like you know, I'm not causing any issues. I don't know this person. Fine. Whatever. And she's like, well, he's not going to come over too much. He's my boyfriend. And I just, I can't bear not to like not see him. I'm not going to not see him. And I was not like, the okay. Oof. Well, that's what I, that's the funny I thing is that's really kind of what she sounded like. So that's fair. It is. That is how she sounded. And then one day, <laughs> this was, this was just, I don't know what got up my behind that day, but I came into the dorm. He was there. I didn't know he was going to be there. Usually she would text me if he was going to be there. And I come into the dorm room and I'm like, you know, I go to my room so I can like drop myself off and change and whatever, get ready for bed. But, um, and so, this was a time where you weren't even really in your dorm. Like you would be gone hours. I would be gone a lot. Yes. I would be gone a lot. Cause I was producing first year at the time, which meant mm-hmm. I would, I would be walking across campus either super late at night or like very early in the morning. So I would be gone a lot. A lot of times I didn't spend time in our dorm. She mostly had that dorm for herself, to be honest. But so she brought the guy in and I'm like, oh, so-and-so is here. Okay. And I guess they were, they were doing, they had just either finished or were about to start doing whatever they're doing. But I, you know, I'm going in my room, like whatever you're doing, got to stop. Cause I'm about to change my clothes and go to the bathroom. And the one bed, like in the bathroom that was in the building, I had to walk by her bed to get to the bathroom. So like, I was never going to not be able to walk, to not enter that room. 
know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, what if I had to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? I got to walk by your room. So I'm not supposed to go in there at all? And so like, I just sat down and really thought about it. And I was like, I'm not, not sleeping in my bed. I'm sleeping in my bed. And she had an issue with that. And Baby, um, go get a room with your boyfriend. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. This. I'm like, you're. If you want privacy, I mean, this is a shared living space. Exactly. You come into a shared living space. You can't just expect that everybody, the, pe- the other person who's paying t- the other half of the room shouldn't have access to their half of the room, you know? And I think when I went back and thought about it, and I did eventually go back and sleep on my side of the room. I was like, why should I have to like leave the space that I'm also paying for or getting into debt for? You know what I mean? I don't even know why you agreed to that in the first place. I don't know why I either. Know why I think I was just trying to like keep the peace and I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. You know? Yeah. And I didn't I didn't sit down and think about the ramifications of what it would actually look like, you know, real time. And so she, um, so that happened and she's like, I just felt so uncomfortable. And I was like, you felt uncomfortable. You were the one getting, (laughs) you were the one having your little escapade with your boyfriend. You're allowed to have that space, right? That's hilarious. You felt uncomfortable. How do you think I feel? I come in and there's like a dude in the room who I don't know. I don't know like what your you know what his moral compass is or whatever like you don't know she didn't catch him in the act that would have been more mortifying i think one time i halfway did catch him in the act Mm. but hate it for you yeah i hate it i hated it for myself too but (laughs) they like yeah and then the other then the thing that really set it off with her was she um somebody had left there was a bunch of hair again hair on the bathroom drain and I had to pick it up. Okay, so if you guys don't know, Courtney's stickler about the bathroom is hair in the in the shower and yes. a dirty okay. like toilet. Dirty so those toilets. are like Courtney's like pet peeves. I can't stand um, it. Yeah, it, it just is not gonna happen. So and I was the only one cleaning the bathroom regularly. So I would come in there, and you know they have they have very long, you know they're non black women, so they have very long hair, you know, which gets caught up. Fine, nothing wrong with that. But like, pick it up. You know, clean it up so that everybody else can like <laughs> shower <laughs> and not have you know because it takes it takes slightly longer for my hair to clog a drain than theirs. You know, maybe I don't know. Your hair is pretty curly. I mean, my hair is pretty curly, but like theirs is like a little wrap around the drain. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mine doesn't wrap around the drain the same the way theirs does. Again, Fair. nothing wrong with that. We're not here to talk about hair texture and ethnicity, but. We're here to talk about cleanliness, which is picking up your hair when you drop it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when you leave bunches of it, you know, especially when you wash your hair and stuff, which, mm-hmm. you know, my hair comes out in droves too whenever I, I really do wash it. And I pick it up and throw it away so it doesn't clog the drain. But they didn't do this. And I had to clean up their hair, like, I think it was like back to back within like two or three days of each other. And I was like, I'm done. We're not doing this again. So I wrote a very feisty letter. <laughs> And it was very smart it was very looking back i wouldn't have written it with that tone but i wrote it and um and they found it and we had to go to uh roommate counseling because i was i was like being threatening or they like felt threatened somehow in my opinion white girl tears okay we can talk about that <laughs> oh another day but they're like i just don't i mean i don't understand i just feel threatened and blah 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 and i was like okay keep feeling threatened then because this is like, like I told you, I said what I had to say, and all I said was, "All I, I want you to clean this up." I didn't make any kind of comment about your ethnicity or your race. I didn't make any direct threats to you. I said, "Clean up your hair," and you couldn't do that. Those tears are powerful, you know. Yeah, they'll get you. Well, so that's those are my light stories. Got it. Okay, Kieran, you can take the stage. What's your story? Okay. Um. So I have like a few that are less okay crazy. Okay. One I shared with you. But, All right. Um. So half of the time that I had roommates, we had bunk beds. So um, there's instances there weren't necessarily terrible roommates, but um, one time my roommate came in and I was on the bottom bunk and she was on the top and she was drunk and she was just up there throwing up. <laughs> And I was, like, terrified that it was going to fall on me. So she was just throwing up. And I was like, oh, my God. In the bed? Yeah, in the bed, on the top. And 
she threw like her stuff on the ground and I was like oh my god like this is so dirty but anyway that ended up being fine this is also the same roommate that um she would like always be talking on the phone with her boyfriend and they would be trying to sync their Netflix at the same time so that does that's just something funny but um in that same room I had another roommate and I don't know I just think it's weird to like be intimate with someone on yes, the top isn't bunk it? when yeah. you have a roommate at the bottom. Right? It's so <laughs> weird. Okay, I'm glad you know because I thought it was a bit weird by being no. like, don't even be in the same room, but it's very, it's yeah. it's like, um, I'm not a part of this. You're sitting, yeah. you're, you're doing your thing and like now I feel like I'm halfway a part of it because I'm here. It's very weird. <laughs> Right, like, how am I supposed to look you in the eye after this? Right. Exactly. And then you feel like halfway violated. You're like, hold on now, like, I'm yeah, not, yeah. It's very. Like if it was consenting, like, if I wanted to, like, hear this, then that's different. Like, yeah. if I chose to stay mm-hmm. and you asked, that's different. But just to be like out here willy nilly, like, I don't want to be. And where else right. can I go? Yeah. Where else can I sleep? <laughs> exactly. That's it. Right. It's like, where do I sleep when you Seriously. like? I can't go somewhere else. Like I'm yeah. locked into either sleeping Honestly. here or sleeping outside because you brought Trust this person in. It's yeah. I thank God that never happened to me because I would have been cussing somebody out. I it's really very, it's have. a very selfish thing, and you're just like you don't know how you're gonna respond until you're like in the moment. And it yeah, happens, I would be you know? cussing somebody out for exactly. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, when we never talked about it, and I just think it makes it all the more weird that they were bunk beds. Like, yeah, you're so close. Yeah, so close. Um, and let's see uh another roommate um she moved out but we were friends prior to her moving out and prior to to her moving in and she had a fish and she let the water get so low and me and um our other friend we kept telling her like hey like this this fish doesn't have enough water and it was in a vase too so it was small mm-hmm. and um so she she wasn't listening she just kept laughing about it so me and my friend we went out to get a fish tank a bigger fish tank and we put the relocated the fish in there which looking back I think I should have just left the fish or both of us should have left the fish oh, well, no, the fish die yeah I don't know uh maybe we should have just filled up the water in the vase whatever but she came over and she saw that we got the fish a bigger tank. And I don't know if maybe maybe I said something that was passive aggressive or I don't know. But I left to do something and I came back and she was gone and the fish wasn't in the tank. After all this time, we were telling her, like, come and get your fish or, you oh know, like, God. give this fish more water. So, yeah, she didn't say anything. She was just gone with the fish. Like, so you never saw her again? Like, thing. She she just took the fish. I don't know what she did with it, but yeah. And the, the fish had been sitting there forever. We had been telling her, like, you need to do something with this fish. Yeah. And then finally, when we put the fish in a bigger tank, she just takes the fish and doesn't say anything. And she never came back. Uh, yeah. Well, no, we, we continued being friends. Mm, uh, uh, well, she was in my life a little bit after that. But okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and uh, let's see. Another roommate. She was and didn't care for cleanliness too much mm. so she enjoyed cooking and she left a pan on the stove and it was getting gross she left it there for days so I just put a little note on the pan I was like I don't remember what I said I was like hey wash me you know and she I come back and she writes back on the note and left it there for like a couple to a few days she was oh just like god. mama's gonna get to it or something was oh like, my god and that it started so getting annoyed. white you know when like oil starts getting white like the panda started getting white it was disgusting oh um, my god literally yeah the way that, that pain would have been in her root on her bed <laughs> it would have been in her room on her bed yeah <laughs> well, i like I the communication method of choice leaving notes so the last story um is that one day I came into the kitchen, my roommate was sitting at the table and she was like saying her stomach was hurting, um, her stomach was cramping and I'm just sitting there spewing out all kinds of things like what could be wrong with you? Um, I was trying to figure out what's going on with her and she was just sitting there shaking her foot saying her stomach is hurting, her stomach is cramping. So one of our roommates took her to the ER and then a couple days later, like, 
a few days later, a couple of days, whatever, she comes back with a baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Right? I was like, oh my like, God. So the roommate Wait, that took that's her- such a plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> right? The way I would be like, <laughs> yeah, she yeah. went for nine months. Yeah. Did she really not know she was, she could have not known she was pregnant. She's was she just not telling y'all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she wasn't telling anyone from my understanding. I think that she she said that she was just like partially in denial, blah blah blah, whatever. But um so yeah, I mean, the roommate that- you can be in denial, but this <laughs> yeah. baby's coming out, like Right. It, it was extremely shocking. And uh, the roommate that took her to the hospital, you know, before the baby came, she did sit down and say, like, you know, this person had a baby and you know, then she asked if we were okay with living with the baby, which yeah, all of us were fine with it. And, um, her and I shared a room. So the baby slept in the room with us and we made a little makeshift crib for the baby. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's wild. Yeah. It's the most shocking story. Wild. The way I would have been like on the, wait, that's the most shocking one you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most shocking one. The baby. Oh my God. That's been like, we got a new little rip pair here. <laughs> the baby can't even work. Yeah, it it was crazy. That's why. Not if they don't I do Gerber ads. Come on, that's true. Like modeling. Yeah, they're in work. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Well, I wonder, like, I wonder if she was still year. shocked. Like once the baby was born, did she like actually take care of the baby well? Like I wonder. Um, I think so. Oh, yeah, okay. um, from my understanding. But yeah, I think I'm still shocked. Oh no, I will be. That's so crazy. So like, she never meant like, did she not show anything? No, like no no nothing. She didn't show. Um, she she was like you know already overweight. Uh, so I just no one suspected anything. Um. Even in hindsight, I can't remember her looking really significantly bigger or having a baby bump or anything. So that's wild. Yeah. So did she like? Was she just? Was she like in a relationship with the father at the time? Um. So, no. Uh, no. She did have a boyfriend, but they were long distance, and no. But she did not have a relationship with the baby's father. Yeah, I do feel bad for that individual because it's kind of like I mean, if she did not know, like I do think there's there's cases where you can have pregnancies where you just did not know. So in in that case, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. She knew. Uh, well, yeah, I think she knew. I think she did. She was in. If she said she was in denial, like you knew. But um, I, I mean, I just maybe yeah, circumstances can be. I mean, circumstances can be different. There's many ways you can conceive a child that are not ideal. And so that could have played a factor. And so, you know, as long along with like your life is could possibly be up in shambles. You don't know how your parents are gonna react, you don't know how the person is gonna react that you have a kid with. So there's like so many different variables that you're trying to consider. Um, on top of not even having us like a solid place to live in, essentially, because um, yeah. you're living with roommates and provide for this kid. So I do give her the benefit of the doubt because I to be fair, I don't know what I would do either. I mean, I would tell somebody and figure out my life, but for some people, it's not that simple. So yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I would rather if I didn't know that somebody was like moving in. I'd rather it be a baby than a boyfriend. <laughs> that too. That's, I'm that's not gonna lie. Yeah, I would sure. rather somebody show up with a baby and be like, "Okay, this child is moving in unexpectedly," than your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, or like a partner come in. Agreed. No, I agree that, with that. that tends to wreak more it. havoc, in my opinion, than a child. I don't know. I, I, you know, I, just a I think I would That's rather fine. a significant other. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think a significant other is just like less, less for me to do. It's like okay. if the kid is there, like I can't not interact with this kid. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I can't do that. I'm not going to ignore the kid. And like, let's be honest, the kid can't contribute. You know. So yeah. like, if he's like, "Hey, I want a fruit snack," and I got fruit snacks, I'm gonna have to be like, "Yeah, I give you a fruit snack." You know. So but I think you get I would to rather be part of rate, like being part of a community around a child. But the versus, boyfriend I don't have to interact with. 
Yeah, you true. don't have to, but they can bring. They can still bring their toxicity into the home. Oh, you can bring it, and you can also bring your. I'm going to bring you an eviction notice. You have two weeks because <laughs> you're not even on the lease. Nine times out of ten, your boyfriend's not on the lease. Yeah, but that, they can do damage in that time period. Yeah, yeah. I've never had that There's issue. Lessons. I've never had. Well, no, there was only one roommate I had that brought her boyfriend around, but he had his own place, state in the heavens, and she ended up moving out. <laughs> You should, oh, that roommate, she freaking moved out, gave us like a day notice. Mm. Ma'am, rent is due tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God, that person. Oh, Jesus Christ. The roommate situations where rent is involved is always worse. Oh, I don't, yeah, I'd rather deal with like college roommates because it's like, okay, we're all under this institution. But where rent is involved, that's when stuff gets even squirrelier. Yeah, especially when it's like, because a lot of the bills when we lived together were in my name. And she yeah. wasn't on the lease because she moved in late. Like, she didn't want to move in until the semester started because she was going to travel or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, we'll just put you on the lease whenever you come back around. But the problem was we couldn't put her on the lease because her dad, the other girl who I was rooming with that actually did sign the lease. Uh, let's give them names. Okay, so there's the one that signed the lease with me. Her name is Abigail. And then we have the one who dipped early. Her name was Respucia. And then there was me. <laughs> You're making this up? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. So Respucia is the one that dipped. And then um, the other one, what did I call her? Oh, Abigail. Abigail, her, Abigail's dad also signed a lease. And so in order to get him to sign a lease because he lived out of state, we had to like pretty much like send it to him as an official file. He had to get someone to witness it. And like he had to pay for all of those extra things. So we were like, well, you know what? We'll just let her live here kind of thing. Uh, and it will, hopefully it won't be that big of a deal. Boy, was I fucking mistaken because she did her. Oh my God. That, that Respucia. And then she sent me, I wonder if I still have the text messages. She sent me these nasty texts saying, like, I'm not going to pay anything and da 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 da. And like, y'all can figure out what you're going to do with my stuff. I don't want it anymore. I'm not coming back to pick it up. And I was like, if you're not here by such and such time, I promise you, I will find you. She came it's back and got her stuff though. So. It's like crazy how quickly people switch personalities when they like when a roommate situation is about to dissolve. Like people turn yeah. into these whole other human beings. You're like, you are Seriously. not the person. I knew. I signed up. I signed this right? with, with at the beginning. They switch no, so quick. Seriously, same thing with Abigail when I lived. That's the one that I said earlier that she was like acting all shocked when I decided to leave and it's like babes I told you that I could not afford to live here anymore and it wasn't that I couldn't even afford to live there it was really I couldn't afford to pay their parts of the bills and nobody wanted to pay their bills on time like I would get their money like a month late and I'm like I can't afford this I can't afford it so um bad 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 be careful who you room with that's all I can say for real um... yeah you gotta tell this story this one's this is the icing on the cake okay I've hesitated to speak about this, ladies and gents, mainly because I'm so traumatized. This Honestly, I'm traumatized too. This has happened even a, a year ago now. It's like a about year a year now. ago. I would have mm-hmm. been preparing to move out because I just mm-hmm. had to go. Yeah. In which but, I will say this too. Like I was not there, but I heard about this every day, every day. Mm-hmm. And we it's were always it was plotting. Every yeah. day. I'm not joking. I really honestly... I don't think I lived in that level of toxic hell, honestly, ever. That was like, I've been in, I've been around toxic people, but it was like, okay, you toxic this week, two weeks passed, then you toxic again, you know, I gotta breathe up. <laughs> toxic like, <laughs> you know, intermittent toxic, you know, mm-hmm. that was more my vibe. This was daily, something was going on. Like yeah. a week would not pass without something something going on seriously and nobody it wasn't like like little things okay tell them the story because yeah yeah okay so we got to start with my naivety moving in Uh um so this is when i first packed all my things and moved to the great state you gotta back up how did you find this place okay well yeah that's wrong too because that's that's where you went wrong red flag number one i found this place on the internet Uh let's all take a moment roommates i found the roommates on a roommate website that I had used before successfully. Red flag. I had used that successfully before. So, well, actually, now I'm thinking about it. The first time I used it was also kind of sketchy. Exactly. Why did I go back? <laughs> exactly. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So, sketchy website wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the I'm gonna take the L for that. Yeah. Because that was L. wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what I will say is I checked 
even though I was on that website, I checked out the person. I did as much research as I could, and I had several FaceTime calls with them. We were texting back and forth regularly, so it seemed like it had to go ahead. The lease was legitimate. I talked even to the property manager. I did everything I could to check this person out from remotely from, you know, South Carolina. Everything I could but physically be here to check this person out, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we signed the lease and everything, and I tell them, okay, I'm going to come at this date, this time, because remember, I had to drive out here from South Carolina. So there was, mm-hmm. there was a waiting period in there. But what I didn't know was during the waiting period before I really got here, which was a week or so after them, they had already had skirmishes and issues that were already popping up. So I was walking into a situation. Let's give them names um, so we can keep track. Yeah. I partly just wanted to say their damn names in case you're listening. <laughs> no, that's not. Those people come after you. No, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say their names. I mean, they came after me. I'm I'm calling the cops. Period. <laughs> but well, they're familiar. <laughs> they not that they don't already know. I mean, what those are? They know exactly what that is. But let's say their names are. Um, I can't even think of decent names for them. Um, let's say Rock one face. and two. You should call them Rockface and oh, yeah, rock Loudmouth. Rock, rock Face and Loudmouth. We'll and call loud them that. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll come after me for that, too. And you'll, you'll understand why. Just listen. Okay, Rockface and Loudmouth. So, well, which one's Rockface? Which one's Loudmouth? Um, the one that, that said Rockface. Okay. So, Loudmouth was the one who was orchestrating everything. Um, that was the person who was kind of in charge of getting me and, and Rockface together. And so I get to, I like get together with, um, we, I come out here, you know, make the treacherous journey across the United States of America. Not treacherous. You yeah. like you were here going across the sea or something. <laughs> well, okay. Some parts were treacherous and okay. otherwise it was just the highway. And so, you know, I make it out here. Thank God. I'm glad I just, you know, made it one piece. We get here and, you know, first like day or two, I'm like, okay, something seems a little off about loud face and rock face because they, we tried to have a roommate meeting and they were like, just kind of at odds with each other in passive aggressive ways. But we came to the conclusion that, you know, we're going to try to work it out. We're going to try to make this a positive space. We're all on the same page here. But I think they were just hiding their narcissism, and I think they were just hiding their <laughs> favorite word. Because I was like, there's no way that in the next week or two, we go from zero to 100. So, you know, about a week, maybe even a whole, maybe two or three weeks pass, and Rockface and um, Loudmouth get into this huge argument huge argument i'm i'm in my room literally i close the door and lock it because i'm like i don't know if this is going to come to blows like they might be fighting each other for real <laughs> they have their phones out recording each other like i'm gonna call the cops I'm a, like very you know honestly it was just hood it was just very hood and like don't do the hood huh and like and that's just not where it come from and i'm not trying to shade the hood but like that's not conflict resolution where we come from we don't yell yeah. and get in somebody's face and threaten to beat this person's age. We do have an aunt that. that does do that, though. Yeah, but she's an aunt. We don't really <laughs> we don't claim her. We don't, we we don't, don't claim her. At, she don't come to all the family functions. Like, she's an aunt, okay? We don't claim her. Yeah, in our immediate family, we don't do that. So they were going at it, and I thought they were for real going to come to blows. So I come out of my room, and I'm like, I just like, I think I said something. I was like, um... Well, I said something that was just like funny and kind of like just threw the conversation into like basically comic relief. I said something about I was like, "Do you think the cops are gonna come get me for stealing this mattress off the street?" <laughs> and we all laughed, and they were like, "Uh, no." And and then they like kind of stopped arguing after that. They like separated for that day. That and day. then yeah, that day. It's it's all such a blur too because so many of these events ran together, but. Then maybe about a week or so, week or two later, they, I guess, had been exchanging text messages or something. I think Loudface was threatening Rockmouth, but like actual identifiable threats. Like, I'm going to be beat your A. I'm going to do this to you. Stuff that you could really get in trouble for um, with the law. If, you know, and she was, I think she was texting her that too. So there was proof of it as well. Um, 
And so rock face, not rock face. Loudmouth was just very, just not smart to be fair. Yeah, I don't know why she. And I, I told, I told loud, loud mouth, don't bother this, don't bother rock face, don't bother her, because like if you don't like this person, just go in your own corner. Do not interact. Don't whatever, because this is gonna make a situation that's bad for you too. If you continue to threaten, and you know what I mean, because people can really get restraining orders and all that stuff against you that's not anything to play with you know and so i was telling her i was like don't 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 mess with her if you don't like her move on just you don't have to like this person to live with them okay but she continued to mess with her and continued to text her and whatever even after they had that explosive argument and then one morning it was like a saturday morning everything happened on a saturday morning with them i rock face and lot and loud mouth got into it for some reason, I don't even remember. Oh, Rockface claimed that Loudmouth stole her camera. Whatever. And <laughs> so she called the cops. The cops come out to our place, like, prepared to arrest Loudmouth because of what Rockmouth, Rockface, was saying. <laughs> that she stole the camera. <laughs> and then they maybe found, are not worth it. <laughs> maybe they're not. But <sighs> they were, like, they, she, she tried to say that she stole the camera. She stole one of her things. They search the room, everything. They don't find the camera, and they're like, okay, well, we can't arrest somebody if there's nothing, like, if she doesn't have this. So another week passes. Nobody gets arrested. Then they, another week comes. They call the cops again. And I don't even remember what they called the cops for this time. But she claimed, no, important. one time she claimed that her, no, it wasn't. They just kept calling the cops. So she called uh, and I know a couple times she called saying that her iPhone was stolen, right? And I don't know how she called the cops on a phone, but still managed, <laughs> but her phone was stolen. I don't know how that happened. Right, but I remember that, but I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. I was like, how did you call the cops if your phone is stolen? We don't have a landline. I don't know. And it's traceable. They know when you're calling from like a landline and like a mobile device. Like it's not exactly. That so I was like, how, how did you call? And then also claim that your phone was stolen at the same time. I don't know. Anyways, and by this time, at a certain point, we had set up cameras in the house. So, you know, Rockface, everybody was being recorded all the time around the common living area to make sure that when Rockface would call the cops, that she couldn't just lie and say somebody stole something that didn't actually end up getting stolen because there was like video proof. So Rockface took offense to that, obviously, because she didn't want to be recorded all the time in her home. (laughs) It's like, stop lying to the cops. (laughs) <laughs> you know stop lying then we don't you know and she just made up every single like way she i think she was just trying to get this person arrested and one time she did get her arrested the one time the cops did arrest her um they because rockface said that loudmouth assaulted her i don't know where they got the proof for that but she got them to arrest a, her a citizen's arrest wasn't it yeah, it was like oh citizen. yeah, and she kept doing a citizen's arrest. Every time she would call, it was always a citizen's arrest. So they would just book her, book the other girl in jail, and then she would be able to come out. Um, and I think she was just she trying to create a record. Like pending charges. Yeah, pending charges, pending they could like prove. I don't think <laughs> she ever yeah. proved anything. But um yeah, so I would say total in total, the cops came to our place at least eight or nine times in a four month period. I'm not joking. Like, and there was, there was one time I had to go talk to the cops because Rockface had cut my, um, the cord to my studio lights. I'm like a video, uh, I do filmmaking and photography. So I have studio lights, which are not cheap. And she cut the cords to them at, after one of her arguments with Loudface, because they were still having arguments regularly, um, did I call her loud face? Whatever, loud mouth. Yeah. <laughs> she, um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about these names. Okay. Because um, I just want to, in my head, I see them as their names. Yeah. But, um, but so she cut the cord, and so my lights became non usable. I think she was thinking that the lights were loud mouths, but they weren't. They were mine. Oh, you got to so, tell them about um the, the knife and the door that you caught on camera. Oh, yeah. You see how like wild these stories are getting? Yes. And it's because it's all like jumbled up in my mind. Um, so one night, <laughs> oh my God, I was asleep, dead asleep. 
I get this call from Loudmouth being like, I'm so scared. I don't know what's happening. Um, Rockface is going crazy, blah, blah, blah. Check the cameras. And so I look on the camera thing and Rockface has picked up a, a knife, a butcher's knife on camera and is walking towards Loudmouth's door like she's going to enter the room and like stab this this girl. And she goes and stabs the door. Yeah. <laughs> she picks up the knife and like in the middle of the night and I wish I could show I wish I could show you how like, scary it looked. It was like black and white like surveillance footage and she like I guess she was trying to like show something to the camera or whatever, but she picked up a butcher's knife, walked to her door and stabbed the girl's door. <laughs> like, does that not seem psychotic to you? Like Slightly. it was just it was it was like way too much. And I'm in my room like, okay, if she got a knife. I can't go out of my room because what if this girl comes out and is trying to hurt me? <laughs> you just told them about the tissue. Wait, what about the tissue? The tissue, like she kept stealing the tissue or like stealing the things from her caddy. Oh yeah, she one day, one time I went to the bathroom because I shared a bathroom with Rockface. She had removed all. She would periodically remove all my stuff from the bathroom without mentioning anything. She would just take my stuff and like remove it from the bathroom. No, she would throw it away. Or she would throw it away. No, she would throw away my bath mat. I bought, like, four bath mats. Like, you know, bath mats, like, on the floor so you can step out and, like, have something, you know, to dry your feet off on? She would just throw them away. I would come back and she would just throw them away. They'd be gone. And I was like, the only other person who has access to the bathroom is you, so you must be throwing them away. You know? And they what would be nowhere to be Okay, you got to explain why why we call her Rockface, too. Oh, I, I called her... She I'm calling her Rockface because... One night, her and Loudmouth had gotten into it. They always got into it. And then Loudmouth would try to come to my room to try to, like, I don't know, thinking I was going to do something. Or console her or something. And so she came into my room. And she was literally outside of my room. She sounded demonic the way she was yelling. But she was, like, yelling at at Loudmouth and then me for for allowing the girl in my room. I'm not uh, allied with this girl. But she's, like, yelling at me. Or yelling at uh, Loudmouth, and she says like, "You and Rockface Courtney, bleh, I'm gonna get both of you evicted." Bleh, like all this stuff, just very loud, very ghetto, very hood. And like <laughs> me and and Loudmouth are in my room, like, what the f is wrong with this girl? Like, do like is she having like a psychotic break? You know, didn't y'all try to get a mental email for her? Yeah, we had. I contacted a mental place, and I was like, "Is something wrong with her for real? Like, is she really? Is she pretending to be psychotic, or is she actually psychotic? I don't know. (laughs) You know, I think she was real life psychotic, but she was just very. I think. I think part of it was she was just trying to get rid, make it so hellish for us to live there that she was just trying to get rid of us, like make make us want to leave. But I think the other part of it is she was just like. I think she did have a like some sort of personality disorder at the very least. I can see that. And then they would like sabotage each other's clothes when they were in the um washer and dryer because they had arguments about that. Time for all that. I don't get it. I don't know. And then one time they went she went breaking plates. Like she literally This is Rockface, the one that Rockface went breaking plates because Loudmouth wouldn't clean up her dishes. And the the place was nasty nasty in the kitchen. But she literally went and threw all of her glass plates in the sink and they all broke like every last one of her like her plates and she threw away silverware so we had to buy new silverware she would just anything that she felt like she had an issue with she would just throw it away no concern for the fact that somebody else had purchased that and would have to repurchase it how long did you live with them i lived with them for four months four hellish months that's a long time (laughs) it was a long time Well, and I will say one month, thank God, I was away because I was doing a job in uh, Northern California. So that was nice that I got away. But as soon as I came back from that job, I immediately started looking for places. I was like, I cannot stay here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm surprised you even stayed for four months. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell them, too, about the court case. (laughs) Oh, and then court. They they literally had to go to court. They literally went to court with each other to try to get restrained with each court. other. Oh, the time I went to court? Yeah, with her. I went with Loudmouth. I went with Loudmouth because I was like, um, Rockface is crazy. 
and she keeps calling the cops. So if we continue, like, I don't really want to be a part of this at all, but frankly, it seems right now you're the lesser of two evils. So, you know, I went to court and I was like, I'm just going to speak my piece as the third roommate. I don't want to speak for you or for her, really. I'm going to speak my piece as the third roommate because at least I should be represented and maybe I could be the voice of reason here. And um, so I went to, uh, we went to court, the Los Angeles Superior Court for this. And it was a restraining order court. And the judge immediately, because I wasn't part of the case, they told me to sit outside. So I had to like sit outside and I was waiting for her to call me in so I could at least say something. And before I could say anything, loudmouth comes storming out of the court room cussing and fussing at the deputies and the judge and everything because they wouldn't pass the restraining order or whatever um and i was like hands up i'm i'm not dealing with you anymore either because if you're gonna talk to the you know the authority figures this way thinking that this is gonna like somehow sway them to your side you're very sadly mistaken because there's it would have been nothing for them to arrest her right there for yelling at the judge like that. And like, it was just like a scene out of like, you know, Jerry Springer and Maury, like those people. <laughs> and I was like, Honestly, that was so true. Yeah. And I was like, was how funny. did I get in here? And like, that's not my personality at all. I am not, I'm not a rowdy loud person at all. And, um, but that's, that's what they were on. And I was like, okay. And I told loudmouth, I was like, I'm, I'm not, supporting you anymore in this i'm figuring out how i'm gonna get out of here and i'm leaving i can't help you anymore this is not this is not me and i don't know how to help you because you are in this you know this fight with rock face and that's issues that y'all continue to have i go in my door and lock the door every like i i wouldn't every time i would leave my room i would lock the door even if i had to just go to the bathroom i would lock the door that's how much i did not trust being around them can't know that. That's valid. Yeah. It was just, and the cops, one time the cops was like, aren't you looking for a place to get out of here to like leave? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I am. Not the cops. They, like, it, seriously, like they constantly try to drag me into it. And I was like, I don't want to choose sides. I have no side to choose. You're both crazy. <laughs> both of you. <laughs> Which I guess, I don't know if you want me to mention or not, but come to find out like the loud mouth had previous roommates prior to Courtney and uh, Rockface moving in and come to find out they had, similar they had a similar issues with Loudmouth. With loud um, mouth. And that kind of helped uh, Rockface get Loudmouth out. Yeah. So um, nice. Rockface ended wow. up getting Loudmouth kicked out and then Courtney already was like leaving or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, it worked out in Rockface's favor. favor. Which I don't like that either. <laughs> That's crazy. Rock, I know, right? Yeah. Rock, she plotted and planned that. She, mm-hmm. I think she plotted and planned all of that. She made it as hellish for me as she did for the other girl. She kept provoking the other girl. They were provoking each other. Mm-hmm. I was really the only person who was fair, witness. To I feel it. like Rockface just really had some internal issues going on. So I don't. Oh, from what did. was told, it was like she didn't really have a parent or parents, I guess, or someone had mm-hmm. passed away, and she had like a little trust fund money. So that's kind of like why she was moving out there. But like mm-hmm. she didn't really work, she didn't really do anything, so she was home all day. And then same thing with Loudmouth, and they were just both very like they were actually because they didn't have shit else to do. Like I was only with yeah. the job. Yeah. Yeah. Loudmouth. So it was just not. Yeah. Interesting was, to say the least. Loudmouth was also a weed smoker, like addict, in my opinion. Um, it was nightly. She would like smoke weed every night, which nothing wrong with engaging in cannabis, but like, she, I I believe she was dependent on it, and she also apparently was diagnosed bipolar. Didn't know that until I moved in. Because I would not have moved in with a bipolar person. Sorry, I don't. I just don't have the tools to deal with that. Nor do I want to deal with that. But it wasn't until after we had moved in, she said she had that level of mental health issue, which I think should be disclosed to people who are having to live with you. You know, I mean, and I think it could I'm, be helpful, but I think if it's well managed, there's not something like she was not well managed. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You're using there, weed I mean, to manage it? Going on. There was definitely other things going on. But. Yeah. And then Rock, I think Rockface has issues too. 
but obviously I'm not a professional to diagnose it. Yeah. But yeah, I mm, it was crazy. Traumatizing. The, the fact that Kayla's bringing stuff up is like I kind of halfway buried it. It was so traumatizing. I just like walked when I walked out of there. When I left, I was like, I've never, I haven't even driven back by that place. Like I avoid even going back by there because it was so traumatic. I had never been visited by that many cops in my life. I'm not joking. And then the, you know, the court stuff and her, and then Rockface started making, not Rockface, Loudmouth started making threats to me when I no longer was interacting with her. So that entire, like I said, that entire month I was gone doing a job. She was texting me, threatening me, saying that I was interrupting her livelihood by not wanting to stay there anymore in the toxicity. So she started making threats to me. Yeah. Which, overall, really, she could have had two restraining orders with what she was texting me, but I tried to have grace for her because I think, like I said, I think something's wrong with her. And I don't think she needs another restraining order. I think she needs help. That's nice of you, I guess. But I mean, I knew I was getting, I was like, I'm, I gotta go. I have to go. And I've been peaceful ever since. <laughs> that was about a year and a half ago. Okay. No, just up right at about a year ago. Yeah. Something and, like that. Um, that was my introduction to this city. Was, and um, yeah, it was rough. That was, yeah. it was very yeah, I remember those calls and like being up all night. You were like, can you just stay on the phone with me? You were like randomly call me at like three in the morning and like, hey, they're fighting. Hey, the cops mm-hmm. are here. And I'm like, Aren't these people asleep? Like, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> or sometimes sleep? you would call me, and then like oh, they'd be fighting. Like they just be, they just stop fighting. They yeah. just start fighting. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no, well, this wasn't planned for today. Yeah, and like me and Courtney would be trying to like record our podcast, and we couldn't because they would be yelling. Like we had to try to like plan it around them, around their yelling, around their yelling. Or if it's not, we would have to be like, okay, we can't record today. We just can't yeah. record today. So. Yeah, no, those girls were interesting. Thing I ever witnessed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's excluding my parents too. (laughs) Because you said excluding or including, including, sorry, including my parents. Mm, I feel like it's on the same wavelength as sperm donor. But it wasn't as much. We didn't. It wasn't as frequent. Yeah, because he didn't live there. I guess that's fair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for listening, Karen. Thanks for coming on the episode yeah, and sharing your um, your roommate horror stories. Let us know in the comments which story you think would just send you over the edge, because I would love to know that. Um, and make sure to join us in our next Kago Talks. See you next Friday. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.